welcome to the internet's premier Gumpla podcast. It is, of course, Gumpla Club. We're on episode 26. It is March, February at the time of recording, so I fucked that up immediately. And February's last legs. I've, I've got some lovely boys to talk to. <laughs> to my digital right is Callum Gunn, live from Berlin. Hello, coming to you live from Germany as usual. I've got Chopamon. Hello. He's not in Berlin. I'm not. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Wait, there's a story there. <laughs> You've got a month and a day. Yeah, I know. Got and then, and then uh, I just have to apply for the visa under new regulations, and hopefully, I'll be allowed back in. There isn't a story there. I always wanted there to be a story. Like we went to, I went on a stag do into Europe once, and I thought, wouldn't it be great at the end of a stag do? If, like, you're crying with an empty pistol in an embassy somewhere in, in Europe, like, that that would have been a stag do. In, instead, we, we just drank and had hangovers. That's well, that's how I moved thing. here. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Will. Will Potter's here, too, drinking hey. his carbonated milk. I'm here. What is this with milk? I've got orange juice. Milk. <laughs> milk. Sure. Sure, milk. I like Milk. milk. Especially cho- the chocolate variety. Milk. Hello, I'm I'm here. How is everyone? Milk. Pretty well. Pretty well. Thank you for asking. Is Siam broken? And of course, milk. Our host Siam. <laughs> milk. <laughs> didn't, Siam didn't say his name, so I will say the host is Siam in Sheffield. How are you? Milk. Ah, good to hear it. Okay. Uh, so, what have we been all up to, guys? It's it's been a wee while since the start of the uh, year. Yeah. Uh, I quit my job. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's a power move, that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, yeah. And then my my next job uh, kind of surprised me with, oh, can you actually start a bit later? Uh, and now I'm like... Uh, <laughs> that's now I'm fun. like, cool, I have some free time for, the, for like a month. <laughs> so that's, that's quite cool. nice. As long as you're not yeah. like having to live off of beans. Like, that, that is quite I nice. Think it, I think it's not in, not going to be entirely beans, but it's close to beans. Okay. <laughs> on, you've had some exciting stuff going on. I've seen your Twitter. It's uh, been popping. Yeah, I've uh, the game I'm working on, Paradise Killer. Uh, yeah. Do do prepare get the, get the your your uh, pre order money. I uh, got featured on Kotaku, and uh, we've had some interest, some publisher interest, and uh, general interest from people that have seen it. So that's very good. We announced that trailer, got featured on Kotaku. And well, what developed... is the game for people who don't know? Uh, Paradise Killer is a first-person open-world freeform exploration investigation game, which is to say that you are an investigator on a surreal island investigating a mass murder of a secret society. And Shit. unlike other games where they want you to get to the true ending, we don't care about who you speak to, in which order, and what evidence you find in what order. And awesome. you you assemble the evidence that you found and the testimony you've got from speaking to people into different arguments against different suspects. And it is not um. about finding the truth, it is about convincing the jury. Because like when you listen to like true crime podcasts or watch films about, you know, detective stuff, whatever, it's never about finding the real truth. It's about who can convince a jury of their truth. So uh, we want you to find a truth that is meaningful to you and not the actual truth. Wow. 
And that. it's a weird island full of weird lunatics and psychopaths and uh, kind of like our art references, kind of city pop album covers uh, mixed, with, mixed with JoJo star characters. So. It's, it's very outrun. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's, you know, that a few years ago, there was that campaign with UK resistance to get more blue skies in video games. Oh, and yeah, we've got hell of blue skies. <laughs> <laughs> William Potter, hey. how, how is things? Damn it, I was going to make a really cool joke there. Do it. Do it. Podcast Do it anyway. exclusive. The game's being published by THQ Nordic. <laughs> oh, no. When that I popped off, when I saw that popping off on Twitter, on, I think I was reading Reset Era or something, it had a link to the Ask Me Anything, and I didn't know what HN was, so I just clicked oh. on it. Oh, And so now I'm on like, some uh, government watch list. Yeah, almost definitely. I had a look as well. <laughs> I, I did not because not I knew what impressed. HN was. <laughs> Very much unimpressed by the content there. I, I didn't. I hadn't. I'd heard of 4chan and I've, I'd maybe heard of 8chan by name, but I didn't really know just how sinister that place is. I think I joked. I was like, is it just 4chan but twice the hentai? And someone was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Oh. I, I got it confused. I thought that was the original, well, the Japanese one, but that was two channel. Mm. So it's like a sort of uh, oh. exponential scale. <laughs> <laughs> They're multiplying like cells, yeah. and each time it's they just, just get filthier and filthier. Yeah, soon it's going to ab- absorb uh, Piccolo, and then it's going to be able to regenerate its limbs. 16 like channel the dark cell. web. <laughs> Will, what's going on with you? When we get to 64chan, there'll be a Rumble Pack feature. <laughs> oh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi is all over that. Uh, I'm very good, thank you, Sam. Um, yeah, I've been, been, you know, working away. I've been, I've been, I hate to say this word on the podcast, but I've been doing some Warhammer with uh, Ooh, Sam Smith, hurts. rest in peace. But he's dead. The ghost of Sam Smith can roll a d6. Well, he couldn't <laughs> he roll many of them. Calculate a blast radius. <laughs> oh, there is a lot of dice. But you know what? I've been um, working on a kit in preparation for this podcast, and it was it was a welcome change. It was quite refreshing to go back to not having to paint tiny, tiny details on these tiny yeah. models and trying to glue them together. And it was quite nice to have these vibrant pre-coloured runners you just snap it together and it looks great and you don't have to faff around with plastic glue well sometimes you do but not always yeah a little I painted little. Yeah, my first God. Warhammer figure in about oh god no 20 years no sure. 15 years the other week really um, yeah what I painted uh, uh, I got a pack of uh, Necromunda Escher because Necromunda used to be my game I fucking love that game so nice. much and so when the new Necromunda came out I got a pack and uh, finally painted one I was like this is bullshit because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, it was one of those feelings of like I'm only 34 but I'm too old to see all this detail like <laughs> I could, my, my hand was shaking and I couldn't Ooh. paint like all the little details oh, and uh, I, I'd I'd struggled with it, but your time is gone. Yeah, it's I know. Over. Yeah, it's all downhill. Yeah, no it more RGs for me. <laughs> 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 Got to get some glasses. That's yeah. it. Game over. And what God, it's, yeah, it's been like twenty years since I even 
considered fucking with Warhammer. I was a Gorka Marka boy. Yeah, you were. This is made up. That's not real. (laughs) (laughs) It's as real as it gets. Damn. It's almost too real, if I'm honest. Once Gorka Marka its own game, like I had the models, but I never learned how to play it. Yeah, it was was based off the old 40k rules, like Necromunda. Um, It was on based on second edition 40k rules, uh, but it was its own thing. And like Necromunda did the 40k rules, but then added experience and skills on top of it. And then Gorkamorka did the same thing, but then added uh, bikes and trucks. Yeah, and spikes. Yeah, lots and lots of spikes. Yeah, spikes. Good kits. Good, good plastic walks. Yeah, it was good. I had like blue trucks. Yeah, you did. I don't know. I mean, it's like 20 years ago. I don't know. (laughs) Like painted some stuff blue. That yeah. was pretty pretty Ultramarines, they're normally blue. I was a chaos boy when it came to forty K. Ah. Never never did manage to get through a full game of forty. Oh no, tell a lie, I did. Maybe like six six years ago I played forty K properly for the first time. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was intensely boring. <laughs> oh boy. It was. It, um, I don't know if it was the company. Shout out to Sean if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I play um, Sisters of Battle, and they haven't had a new codex in God knows how many years, like years and years and years. And I played against someone a couple of years ago, and because it's all dice rolls, none of my dice came up. And he was playing Imperial Guard, so he had just massive artillery, and all of his dice came up, so like half my army got wiped out in one turn. I was like, this is Oof. total shit. I think they're bringing the sisters back. Yeah, I know. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait <laughs> to not afford them. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what I've been doing is playing Kill Team, which is... Mm. <clears throat> sorry, we will, we will stop talking about Warhammer, but it's like a, a <laughs> I'm small for some reason. squad-based version. So you... It's like a super scaled down and you just have a small specialized squad of like five models, like maximum 20 if you're really mm. pushing it. But it's like mm. small, close combat, um, so you play it on a much smaller board and the games don't last as long. So it's quite nice. You can sort of fit everything you need in a backpack. Mm. You don't have to be lugging around suitcases full of space marines and scenery. So that's good. That's what got me back into it because initially painting an entire army is so daunting that after I painted one, I just gave up and I didn't touch it for about a year. Fair enough. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, painting... Oh, God, yeah, I can't imagine. It's quite a lot of uh, shaky hand time. Mm. Mm. Tell you what, though, if I go to now paint Gumpler, I should be a lot better at it. Yeah. That's true. Transferable skills. That's yeah. it. There you go. But I'm a so we respect other hobbies on this podcast, yeah. even if they are incredibly similar. Speaking um, of Gundam, <laughs> what is that? Hey, 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 that's a professional ass segue right there. <laughs> nice. What have we all been building? <laughs> Callum, gun. Well, uh, me and Will have both, not to spoil anything, but. Uh, me and Will will be both building the uh, Moon Gundam, the high oh, grade. Moon yeah, Gundam. I've I've not done much, so I imagine you've, so. you've done more than me. What what kind of what kind of stage are you at? I've done uh, basically. I still need to do the legs, and then I looked at the sheet with the I don't know what is it. A, a, is it funnels? Is it a shield? Uh, I don't know. It was it, quite daunting to look at. <laughs> yeah. It's hmm. really nice though that that back 
backpack shield thing. That's really cool. The big wavy it's solar quite panel It's daunting boy. when you get started with it because it's eight separate pieces that are all very similar. And one side of them is white and the other is that kind of transparent red. So the white side, there's some really nice panel lining on it, but it's there's quite a lot of panel lining on it. So you have to do that eight times. Oh. So I ended up doing it <clears throat> like two one night and then six last night, maybe the night before. Um. Really enjoyed it though. Really enjoyed the whole kit. I've done the Gundam itself and the the backpack shieldy moon thing. Uh, yeah, really good. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's like an R- like an RG or like an MG," but it's 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 not really. It, it still feels like an HG, but mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, really satisfying. Really, really chunky actually. How big is it? Uh, bigger than your. Bigger than your normal Gundam. It's getting to a sort of halfway between uh, like a normal sort of 144 and uh, 100, I'd say. So mm, it's kind so of... The same space that the RG Cesare occupies then? Almost, yeah. It's, it's, it's climbing up there. But obviously mm. with the, the backpack and the, the stand that comes with it, which is really nice. Mm, that was a um, nice touch. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, with that stuff, obviously it's it's pretty pretty meaty. Cool. I love the colours it's cast in as well. Like the the plastic yeah. they've picked for all of it is really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the blue is sort of it's almost got like a. I mean, I'm slightly colourblind, so not the best topic for me. But like it f- looks to me, it's like it's it's got a slight pink tinge to it. Almost, it's yeah. almost like a sort of magenta or a fuchsia. You know, yes, it's, it's, it's sort of a dusty. Fucking color. Bob Ross over here. <laughs> <laughs> we just make happy accidents. The thing I'm not sure about on it is it's got these things that fit into the back of its arms. Yeah, and I made so those. They, what are they? They when it when you go to the end of the manual, there's little the kind of effect parts, the little pink uh, like beam things that, that kind of stick out from them so that was the last thing i built on it um so the, the the kind of things that hold those come out really easily so i've ended up just putting the effect parts on and gluing them in ah good shout yeah yeah but they're mm-hmm. they're pretty cool like little little jaggy things on its arms <laughs> i really do miss decals on this though Mm-hmm. I would really love, dearly love some water slides, like specifically for it. I'm going to have still to kind of look and see what, what water slides I've got from I'm other sure kits. Someone I can put on would, have, would have done a third party one by now. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. That would be cool. But it is the Moon Gundam. It's not in any anime or anything. So it's probably, it's just the manga. So it's probably never had any sort of canonical decals. But mm. um, yeah, that's the, that's, Probably the only bad thing I would say about it, to be honest, is it's it's an it's big extra bit joint in it. So it looks yeah. a lot like the Camaras, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like the the kit itself is really cool, though. Like a lot of panel line and a lot of nice detail you can put on just through panel line. And so yeah, I like yeah. the look of the eight panels. They look like thick, and you know, like some some HGs have really like thin panel lines that the the wash can get rubbed out yeah. of but like this is like yeah. nice and chunky yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's something that's really annoying to me is when they put in those shallow panels I mean mate, yeah. if you're going to do a panel just go for it like honestly <laughs> it's fine yeah just carve the fuck out of it who cares yeah yeah. let's go 
But yeah, oh, it's got some it's got some real nice uh, nice angles going on. Mm. It's a yeah, great the looking hype, kit. The hype is yeah. real. I feel like it would make a great MG. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm. Yeah, that'd be really cool as a like, master grade. I think part of it, part of why I've been sort of been hesitating about getting it is because like I don't really want to make a high grade of it mm. because even if there's just a slight possibility that I'll get a master grade, I want to build that one. I don't know. I feel like this is good enough that they'll probably hold off on a master grade. To be honest, I don't unless know. there's unless there's some anime or like some more detailed renderings of it in any media whatsoever, like. It's probably, I mean, this this kit is good enough to just sort of remain as it, like, the Moon Gundam for at least a couple of years. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a while, but I, I still hope. Yeah. Uh, I, I bless you. Sounds like a hope. good fucking <laughs> kit, though. It is good. I recommend it. It's, like, pretty cheap as well, because it's HG, and so you'd, if you, you can find it cheap, you'd be a fool not to. <laughs> <laughs> has great shoulders as well like big big shoulders and it's got like these flaps underneath as well i love a i love a shoulder flap Ooh, yeah you know me uh-huh. i love a shoulder flap i have heard that, I about, said you. that about you yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I only heard rumors i didn't want to bring it up but you said it i just looked for it on amazon and it's uh 40 pounds so Ooh, if you can find it amazon. cheap it won't be on amazon <laughs> banzaihobby.com there's this really yeah. cool thing where it's really cheap Ollie, Tropamon, what have you been up to? Uh, well, speaking of great kits, uh, I've been building a terrible kit. The HG, <laughs> the HG Atlas. This might be my least favourite kit that I've ever built. Really? This is your Sisyphus of kits. It just keeps coming up and it keeps getting worse every time. Yeah, it's been, it's been taking me a while to get through because it's a wretched build. Um, I thought the design of the, the suit was okay. But then I started building it, and now I've come to hate it. And it is uh, one of the more complex HGs uh, with a lot of smaller parts and um, a lot of very small, shallow panel lines and very small stickers. Uh, oh, no. Like, very yeah. thin strips. So, you like you know when you put a sticker on and it, it's, it's not sitting in a groove? It's sitting on the edge of something, so you just get kind of the white edge of the sticker showing yeah and it's still a bit tacky isn't it on the side yeah you get a lot of that going on so i didn't use a lot of the stickers um but the build itself is fine like it's it's absolutely fine it's just becomes really dull and then you realize just how stupid the kit is like the design is when <laughs> it's a big like, banana <laughs> yeah it's got <laughs> it's got a big float like it's got yeah. a dinghy you've got this, this massive railgun or whatever it is that he's just holding, which looks... I, I don't think it looks great. It looks unbalanced. And then you've got the skis, and no matter where you position them, the kit is unbalanced. Um, and they're just a swine to position and pose. And it doesn't come with a stand. And like, Because this is a Thunderbolt kit, and the, the previous mm. Thunderbolt Gundam was the, the full armour, which is a fucking amazing kit, and comes with a stand. Because it needs it to look dynamic. This thing doesn't come with a stand, and it's unbalanceable. Mm. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, on, uh, yeah. on, it, on its um, just standing by itself. Uh, so I had a, a horrible time panel lining it because the panels aren't very uh, deep. Um, the kit just is fine, but nothing to write home about in terms of like fun, you know, 
fun factor of the build. Uh, yeah. So I've just ripped all of the weapons off, like the railgun thing. It comes with two assault rifles and a shield, and they're going to go on other kits that I prefer. Fair enough. So I really didn't like that, uh, which is a shame because I fucking love the Thunderbolt. Um, but then I went back and repainted my Gujian rebake, full city, because uh, I just I'd done a really like shit spray job on that. So I went yeah. back and gave it some Citadel washes and some Citadel paint job and it's kind of it's not a very clean you know like you, you get those beautifully clean airbrush kits that you look at on twitter all day but um this is all like hand-painted acrylic and it's like the way i used Grunge. to paint yeah that is a great yeah. word for it um so I, I get you because i did the same thing like years ago with a, a yeah. jester just uh, just citadels all over it yeah and i think there's a way of doing that that makes it look okay i don't think this is the greatest paint job in the world but it's a, it's a certain style that you don't see a lot and i don't mm-hmm. like it's not a nice clean gundam style uh especially because i was trying to do it white and trying to get white over like as i did a, a couple of dark washes over it to get all the the recesses and trying to get white over that as a swine but you know, mm. that's fine. I mean, uh, the photos look pretty decent, though, because, you know, I think even though it might not be a flat paint job, like, there's still a way to make that look good, and you've done it, so... Yeah, it's just kind of, like, grungy. Uh, I always went, when I painted Games Workshop stuff like that, I was always going for, like, antique-looking power armor, and so that's kind of, like, dirty with a lot of, like, deep washes on it, which is, which is cool. I kind of like it. Uh... And that I've just started on the HG Helmwig. Helmwig? Helmwig from... Ah, the Shovel Knight one. Yeah, IBO with the massive sword. <laughs> the blue Shovel Knight looking dude with the massive sword. Helmwiger. Helmwiger. And uh, that is a IBO kit. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that soft plastic that's kind of oh, nice to yeah. work with. Uh, fairly simple build. Inner frame. Big chunky parts. So it's got everything you want in a in a high grade. I feel that HG Helmvig. Yeah, yeah, and it's got the the sword is fucking huge. Uh, and I'm doing a custom on it. I've, I bought a spare head when I was in Japan. Um, Are you going to make it Reinhardt? Uh, no, I'm getting I'm away really, from that. I want it to be Reinhardt. He's got <laughs> <laughs> that. Would oh, well, I'm giving him the shield from the Atlas. The Atlas comes Ooh. with a big shield slash surfboard, so he's getting that and his big sword. Uh, and then he's getting a I don't know what the head is it looks like a um, almost an Exia type head um, that I bought as a spare part and uh, and a, a quick paint job but it's that it, sounds like it could be a cool custom yeah it's just nice to be away from the Atlas <laughs> <laughs> what colour are you going for? because I, I I never liked the, the colours they picked for that kit I think yeah the colour separation on the kit is fine it's standard but the actual colour design like the separation in terms of the design I think is really bad with mm. it's almost like random part picker that's in <laughs> in like some of it's in blue and some of it's in gold but it's not i don't think it's got a good design so uh mm. i was going to do a red inner frame with a gray armor Ooh. but then i saw nice. someone had done a really nice custom painted eva 01 which was black in a frame, blue, all blue, but then all the details were picked out in a really bright green and bright orange, and that looked really good. I love those outlandish paint jobs that you get, like the one that dares to use some brighter colours on their kits, because they always look great, especially in the detailing. Yeah, if you can, if you get the right balance of uh, like detail and base colour, I think it'll look okay. I, I, a hot tip for people that are looking to do custom paint jobs, uh, there's a really good Twitter account called Color Schema, 
which just is a bot which tweets out three color color schemes all day and oh, uh, yeah, of like yeah. complementary colors. And so like if you're looking for inspiration, just scroll through that and find one that you like. That sounds rad. I can't wait to see more yeah. of the high grade Helmwood custom. I've got to find some time. I've got all the parts chopped out. I just need to get around to spraying it. So uh, I'm, I've been working on the RG Sazabi a bit more. Uh, you might recall in the last podcast I said, I'm going to make less kits, but make them of a higher quality, mm. I feel. So what I've been doing is I finished up the, the backpack and weapons and shields and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's all very nice. The funnels weren't actually that bad to do in the end. They're pretty simple. Like, cool. I didn't find it difficult or arduous like I have with the Master Grade Sazabi or with the news I've built. I've built. Uh, but what I have been doing is, is starting to do some little bits of detailing. So I've got this really nice uh, Games Workshop Corn Red, mm. uh, which I've been picking out a few bits and pieces and highlighting on the uh, RG Sazabi. Uh, so I've just been painting some of that. I've been painting some details in because... You get a few bits and pieces that are just molded in the red on there. So I've been just disassembling, painting them grey, doing some inner frame, doing some highlighting. I brought some decals from Hobby Frontline and put them in a virtual warehouse. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a stand for it. And I think what I plan to do with this is you know, after I get the decals going and I finish the detailing, um I'm gonna weather it, have a Dirty Sazabi, because I've got a really nice clean one in the Verkar. Dirty Sazabi sounds like a cocktail, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll have a dirty Sazabi, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, You can just hear our brains working there, like, oh, what would a dirty Sazabi be? Yeah. I've got nothing, I've got nothing. (laughs) You heard me say, yeah, 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 and I was going to say something that never happened. I was so close to just saying, hold that thought. <laughs> like, fuck. No, nothing. Got nothing. Oh, man. It's no, sort no. Of three times more alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's a really beautiful kit, and I want to do it some justice. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But I, after the Sasabi, I've got a real grade Wing Zero Endless Waltz to, to do. Hey, I see. That's going to get a similar treat. mine too. So what's the what's the plan with the weathering? How are you approaching that? So did you? I did the RG ground uh, last year. Oh yeah, uh, in a similar style that I kind of want to do this. So you got a really you got a lot of nice like shifting panels on the Sazabi. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is make it seem like these panels have been used. They've been shifted in and out and up and down. Oh cool! All about so right on the edges of all the panels, I've actually left the panel lines blank and. I'm hoping, anyway, that what the weathering will do will catch on those edges and give it kind of a nice effect on there. But, One of the, um, are you using those those um, Tamiya palette things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've got the Weathering Master C, and it comes with a really nice uh, rust colour, which I think could be good on the black parts of the Sazabi, where applicable. Uh, so things like the fuel tank yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's probably where the rust will, will catch. They're just tiny bits. Do you um, apply that onto bare plastic? No. So I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a top coat first, so cool. it catches a bit more. 
Cool. Because yeah. if you do it on the bare plastic, what the powder has a tendency to do is because it's oily on the outside, it just falls off. Yeah, that's what and I. It found. doesn't really apply very well. So if you just do a, a, a top coat on top of that, then weather it, and then top coat it again, it generally looks pretty good. Nice. So that's why I'm waiting for the decals first, and then I'm going to top coat, and then dirty, then top coat, and then cool. hopefully that should be it. Oh, right, looking forward to it. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been a while since I've properly put some big time into a kit. So more of a big project, time. yeah, more Baby. of a project this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of dusted off that Quanta really quickly because I didn't like it and I felt kind of bad about it. So I was like, I'm going to make this one look really good. It's going to be worthy of standing on the shelf for a long time. Nice. And when the inevitable new comes out and my MG Sazabi's knees have given out, this will be the one to replace it. <laughs> I kind of uh, fucked mine up a little bit uh, oh. by by top coating it. Oh no! In, with, in, in cold weather. In in cold weather uh. and with like basically an empty can of top coat. So <laughs> you got a spurty saz then. <laughs> I've got a dirty sazabi baby. <laughs> so got another can of top coat on the way. Hopefully, uh, a nice fresh coat will. Pick up put, the slack on that it, one. Put it in a warm bath as well. And see yeah, if you sure. can actually get that top coat. I off. mean, you guys don't already take your gunpla in the bath with you anyway? Well, I do sometimes. Twice, right? Take it to dinner. Give it a massage. I only ever do it when I've got a knockoff kit that feels really horrible. <laughs> right. Some of these particles are probably deadly. So Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for what we've been building, guys. Yep. I think it does. I've got nothing else uh, Nothing else in the works. Can, can I just say, I forgot to mention that I, I went to Siam's house. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> and you within, know? it was comical how within, it was must have been less than two minutes, there were Gumpler boxes being opened. Because <laughs> 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 you have a Gumpler room, it's very impressive. I was very jealous. It's really cool. No, I really enjoyed it. I think you and Sam came down, didn't you? Yeah. So, um, rest in peace, Sam Smith. Rest um, in peace. His ghost haunts us. <laughs> Took his ashes up to see Siam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up to Sh- up to Sheffield, kind of scatter <laughs> on the peaks, uh, scatter them in your gumpler boxes. <laughs> I don't think Sam is contained in like a Akira style preservation <laughs> capsule. Like, nah, nah, he's just a bit of like bits of gumpler dust in a, in a double Zeta box somewhere. <laughs> we cannot unleash this on the world again. <laughs> Oh dear! Chemical uh, weapon. Yeah, and then Sheffield blew up. So, um, <laughs> oh, it did. <laughs> Am I dead? Uh, news. This is all a dream. I've got some news. Hey. It's news time. News. So, our first piece of news is SD Gundam Sangoku Soketsuden anime announced. I don't know what Sangoku Soketsuden is. But I re- assume it's like Romance of the Three Kingdoms. So Lou Boo's in it. Why is yeah. SD so popular? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, it's know. so damn cute. And they're really cheap. They're like three hundred yen a kit. So I get that, but like, there's a lot of anime for it, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's shitloads, and I've yeah. never watched any of them. <laughs> it's a cultural thing, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some Fine. virus? Okay, uh, it, 
the story, repeated warfare has destroyed countries that once prospered gloriously, leaving land in ruins. Just when revival is in sight, an epidemic of mysterious new yellow zombie virus breaks out. The virus carriers lose themselves and start attacking people. The survivors are forced to live inside fortified cities for protection. So far, so Resident Evil? And then okay. there's... Is, hang on. Is, is the yellow zombie thing a reference to the Yellow Turban Rebellion? I think so, yes. All right, good. Because, okay, behind closed walls, Lord Dongzhou has been acting in an outrageous manner since the passing of the previous Lord. If as drawn together by destiny, Liu Bei Unicorn Gundam meets Guan Yu New Gundam, and Zhang Gog Gundam decide to save the world. Fuck. Eventually, the passion of these three young men will bring about great change in the world. So there are no wow. people. There's no people in this, right? It's just SD Gundams, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> SD Gundam then is similar to like the Cars universe. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the vehicles have eyes. Maybe they, they exist in the same universe, Will, and we just don't know it yet. I'd like to think yeah. so. I believe Larry the Cable Guy is voicing Guan Yu New Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ. Lightning McQueen Unicorn Gundam. (laughs) God. No, I can't say that and keep a straight face. This is the cars of the Gundam universe. It is. I'm fully on board with this. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there is a trailer on Gundam Info if you you fancy that. It better be full of, like, you know, the usual sort of, like, (laughs) I'm a funny guy. Gundam, you know those sort of archetypes of cars. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. You're rushing it, you <laughs> Okay, our next bit of news is pretty exciting. Mobile Suit Gundam is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, and as a special celebration, uh, Uniqlo T-shirt collection looks back on the history of a Mobile Suit Gundam with a hey, bunch of T-shirts that you can buy. Hey. And the line looks pretty good so far. It's well, coming to America, but I don't know if it's coming to the UK yet. It looks all right. It looks okay. Yeah. They used to do better they, ones. Yeah, I have one look silhouette like, of your uh, RX, and that's really good. They look like clip art. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of them just look like clip art. Like the one with, <laughs> it's a, you can do it, Amaro, and Amaro is just like. Nah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> exactly. That's fucking great. But it's like. Some janky ass font. It's got a tiny little harrow, though. That's good. My favorite it's, one it's is, is, is the one is terrible. of uh, what's her name? Lala's ship being destroyed. And it looks oh, like it's yeah. been ironed on. And it goes, I am supposed to be a new type 2. That is awful. <laughs> that looks like a, some fake one you'd buy down the market. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do I think the, the best clone? one, the best Sorry, one of God. all of these, is the uh, uh, Shah Zagok. Uh, hiding in the little yeah. pocket. The pocket ones are very tasteful. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, I can fuck with that. The Sharzagok one is great though. There's yeah. one that's not on here that was on the Japanese one where it was a, a plain black T-shirt with Sharzaku down in like the bottom left. You know those T-shirt oh. prints where it's like in the middle of the, the the print. It's like down at the the bottom corner of the T-shirt, and that was quite cool. But for some reason, it's not <laughs> on the a- US side. Weird. There's one with uh, a Bawaku that says, I am supposed to be new type 2. Is that a Bawaku? I, I thought it was Lala dying. to be new type 2. 
Uh, so that's grammatically incorrect for a kickoff. And then <laughs> there's no space after the comma after Oof. new type. So <laughs> it looks like a bow a coup to me, does it? Yeah, does it, it is. It is actually. It's a, uh, yeah. I got that wrong. But uh, the thing to. The has become the arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Japanese website for this had the kits on it and the oh, US yeah, they come oh, kits, don't they? So the since the US site doesn't, I don't know. Like, well, I'm, I guess most kits don't leave Japan anyway. Actually, so that's a moot point. But yeah. I was yeah, we'll say, that I was hoping, like you know, you'd wander into Uniqlo in London and there'd just be a pile of HGs kicking about. We can we can hope. Mm. I think one of the best ones here is Rambaral's face. And underneath it is just like fucking Times New Roman, and it just says Rambaral. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyebrows and mustache are a different color as well, aren't they? I've just noticed. Yeah, they're, they're they're slightly different. But on the back and it says it, on the back. Yeah, no, it's Zaku. the wrong quote. It doesn't yeah. say boy. Fucking amateur oh, hour, so Zaku boy. The thing about Uniqlo, right? Is it's like. Whenever anything happens in Japan, they're like, "Oh, we better release a t-shirt line." It's like, "Yeah, oh, it's my yeah. mum's birthday next week. Oh, great, we're going to release a t-shirt line. Uh, send us some clip art of your mum, and uh, yeah, we'll be releasing that in stores worldwide." And the thing is, it's like, only like ten percent of the designs are ever really like, "Yeah, I'll buy that." Mm. Like, do you remember the Blizzard one recently? They were shit. Yeah. They were so bad. Like, there were and a couple. The Pac-Man one was awful. I didn't like that either. I love Overwatch. I still, after, what has it been now, 15, 16 years, I love Overwatch. (laughs) (laughs) And I walked into Uniqlo and did not see an Overwatch shirt that I liked. No. That's a crime. And I love Overwatch. How can they not make a shirt that I want? (laughs) It's it's really shit because they had a really good like um Adoraemon collection last year that was amazing. Yeah, it was uh was it with um what's his face? I wanna say Murakami, that's wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Takahashi Murakami or Yeah, like the that. sunflower guy. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I got a few of those. The spunking hentai boy guy. What? And on that note <laughs> <laughs> Bandai have, have stopped making Gundam model kits. What they are? They are now rebranding. Ah, uh, yes. As okay. Fun Porter, and they're making <laughs> a new line of robot model kits called Thirty Minute Missions. I'm lying. They are making Gundam still. But am I missing something with this Fun Porter thing? Is it is it like a pun that I just don't get? I, I is think it like a it's, it's like a or something. Fun Importer. So I think they're trying to be like, oh, this is going to hit with the West kind of deal. Good luck. Oh, really? Buy that. Why would you buy this and not a Gundam? Uh, customization. Uh, oh, you're really? And they do look pretty cool. Like, okay, so they're little robot model kits that have an inner frame uh, that is universal between all of them, and some of them have oh. different armor and designs, and some of them just look like Zaku's. And it's basically frame arms, but cheap. I quite like the one that looks like the Master Chief. That's a good one. Yeah. Wait, they're, they're, is it the Master Chief or is it Master Chief? Master we need Chief. to get into the nitty gritty of the oh, Halo wait. universe. Right You're now. right. It's just Master Chief. It's a military. I like rank. the idea that he's um, I'm the Master Chief, baby. Like no one ever gave him name. that rank. He just decided one day. 
Yeah, I'm the master chief. But you, dear, you can call me John. <laughs> oh, dear. These look okay. I don't they think... mostly look the same. They're just different colors. They're just grunts. Different helmets. They're, they're yeah. grunts, but without, like, the, like, people like the grunts from Gundam because they've seen them be cool in anime. But these are just little jobbers, 30 minute jobbers. Yeah, they holes reckon... in them as well. Yeah, so I you can attach these are things. Like, uh, these are like a Lego analog, really. These are yeah, they're kids, like barnacles, aren't they? Yeah, and How it's, dare you? Uh, I think. Yeah. Oh shit! Open a window. <laughs> I'll be talking about this on my Bionicle podcast. <laughs> Bionicles Club. <laughs> it's not a club. It's just me. It's just me. No one else. Why, wanted hang to on, why join do in. people get weird about Bionicle? Bionicle is really like amazing. Bionicle. Is it? I don't know. Because all the designs look like dog shit. And <laughs> I never understood why people got weird about it because like it was obviously after my time as a kid. Yeah. And but I just see people being weird about it on like DeviantArt or Twitter or whatever. I'm like, where has this come from? Like, I remember okay. it like when I was like, I don't know, twelve, it being the coolest shit. Right. Yeah. Like I was the right age. I was like eight or nine when I got really into Bionicles. And then just, like, with everything, people just don't let it go. It was just like, okay, it was basically Power Rangers, but you can make your own. And they wander about on an island, and there was, like, a little story with them and stuff. And I played I the remember. Xbox 360 game for achievement points and hated it myself <laughs> and it. I've just realised that uh, pretty much most of my life I've been confusing Bionicles with Animorphs. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> We're two totally different things. But again, people get weird about them on DeviantArt. Mm. I mean, well, that's true of both Bionicle and yeah. Animorphs. Animorphs. Oh, no. Uh, I, I had to Google to... animal transformation books. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I once went to Legoland, right? And it was like the, just the right time, and you could get a gold Bionicle mask. And it would go onto your Bionicle. Because wow. the thing is, they would swap masks and they'd have a more powerful mask. And I got a gold one from Legoland. That's probably worth like a million quid now. I wouldn't count on it, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it, put it on a necklace and wear it. <laughs> oh, God. Shall we take a break, boys? Yeah. Mm. Cool. We'll be right back with you after this break. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Gumpel Club. We've had a, a long conversation about Bionicles, but now it's time for some new kit news. Hell yeah. Um, Lay it on me. We got February's lineup right here in front of my faces, courtesy of GundamKitsCollection.com. And February 9th, 2019, we've got Gundam HGBD Zerakiel. It looks weird, and I don't like it. Looks basic. Yeah, it looks like it's supposed to be a ship. Is yeah. that its thing? I don't know. Well, it, it looks like it transforms. I haven't watched mm. the anime, so maybe Build Divers expert uh, Callum can fill us in. <laughs> oh no, this is the manga it's from. Yeah, yeah, it's from the manga. Oh, excuse I'm, me. F- Furiously trying to read the very stylized katakana of the Build Divers title. Here. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's just it's they're making it very hard for my my brain. So yeah, this is from a side story. <sighs> it looks like shit. It has a good pose. Yeah. It's got its you know hands on its hips. Like doesn't want any of your sass. sass. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Powerful. Next up, we've got the HGUC one one forty four Gustav Carl Unicorn version. This is already released. It's five v sixteen. It's a big chunky boy. I like that it. It's cool. I don't remember that from Unicorn, but I like it. No, me neither. It must have appeared for like two seconds. Yeah. It looks really big. Mm. Chunky. I, like I think it. you it's could got do some the fun name stuff. Of an actual human. <laughs> yeah, Gustav Carl. It's just a dude. <laughs> it's a guy. It's a guy's name. I like that. It's like um, in Naruto when Rock Lee... Naruto, I love that Naruto. anime. <laughs> when Rock Lee wants to be a ninja so bad, but he doesn't have the like ninja abilities, so he just trains so hard to become really strong. It's like a man called Gustav Carl really wanted to be a Gundam, so he just kept training and training and training until he became a Gundam. It, it looks until like a jester that's hit one. the gym, hasn't it? Like this jester has gone hey, lift pies some as well. <laughs> Fuck. I like right. it. I like it. I want to get it. SD. I want to get it and I want to paint it and I want to put some custom parts on it. Like you could really load this up with an extra load of artillery on its shoulders and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really prime for like weathering, I think yeah. as well. It looks really good on that box. That box art is good is a really good example, I yeah. feel. My problem is with the with the missiles in the arm. So they have like a flat nose that's very unaerodynamic. So they are gonna get some drag on the way to the enemy. I don't know if that maybe is like a tactical thing, but like you know, maybe that's gonna smoke. cause problems on you the know? battlefield. They look like they're the ones that corkscrew though, like those. Like you see those in anime, like the, the flat nose missiles that do that um, corkscrew <laughs> thing with the smoke that looks awesome. Oh yeah, the Macross uh, missiles. Ah yeah. Uh, it looks it looks really good though. The HD looks pretty basic, but I like it. We've got the SDCS Freedom Gundam. It looks like a SD Freedom Gundam. Yeah, yeah. but like that, those cross silhouette kits are like really cool. Yeah, they're really great. That yeah. uh, RX seventy eight two I, I built was was really nice. I just want them to release more. Yeah, well, well more on that later. Is granted, there's a Freedom Gundam. <laughs> it looks really cool. I like it. Um, yeah, if I like, yeah, if I was buying smaller kits like this, then I would get it. Are all these <sighs> inner frames? Are the inner frames on each of them the same? Yeah. So you can just switch parts between each. Well, mate, yeah, I think so. That's cool. You could create your own custom SD cross silhouette. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize. I've not. I haven't really followed the cross silhouette stuff. I didn't realize what what uh, what was going on with them. They're pretty good. They've got really good part separation. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, they look good. Um, and that's all the normal releases for February. <laughs> that's it. Wow. I don't care. A light well, it's, a, it's a bit dry at the moment, yeah. Yeah, really dry. Meanwhile, on the premium Bandai side, we've got the MG1100 Astray Red Dragon, which looks like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you throw yeah. enough shit. It's, it's V-Fin has got beams on it. Like, yeah, like, I don't like this one bit. I feel like I've seen this a hundred times already. Like, yeah. haven't they already yeah. made this? It reminds yeah. me of Gundam Breaker 3 when you just <laughs> you just get buck wild in the uh, the custom menu. 
And you just like just keep bolting stuff until they stop you, and they don't stop you for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, when you go especially hard for parts out. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> when you've only just started playing the game and then you do a co-op mission with Siam and uh, who's <laughs> hours ahead of you and all sorts of parts drop and you just go back into the custom and you're like what the fuck man I'm going to use my unemployment to get back into that game. <laughs> yeah. it was real good we should play that together I think. Yeah, yeah, that was good I just oh, had a really nice memory of, of playing that like Brexit hadn't happened yet like everything was nice <laughs> Just building mad Gundams, <laughs> flying about with them. Let's do it. Let's Nazi do a streaming night. If we say it on the podcast, we're legally obliged to do it. Oh, All yeah, right. Yeah. Streaming All right. night, Gundam Breaker 3. Yeah. Watch his space. Look at our Twitter account. We'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening. Okay. Okay. Next up is the HDUC 1-144 Neo Zeong 2 narrative version. It's a Neo Zeong that looks like uh, Shen Andrew Stein is in it. And it's white. Oh yeah. Also looks like a pair of trainers. It's <laughs> a pretty good colour, mate. Hype beast. Uh, <laughs> that's something that only the young people will know. I don't. Know. I, don't, I, don't. Uh, I appreciate the people who'll be into this, but I am not. Um, yeah, never really been into a Neo Zeong myself. I like the SD. The SD is a nice time. It's a good. Oh time. yeah, that was cool. But still. I mean, come on. <laughs> Next up, we've got the RG1144 Banshee Norn Final Battle version, which I do not give a fuck about. Um, <laughs> and then we've got the P-Bandai MG1100 F91 Ver 2.0, and it's clear. Okay. Cool. And then we've got high-resolution model Wing Gundam Endless Walls version, which actually looks pretty cool. Who's buying these, though? Who? Own up. Really Own up. <laughs> Right, if you've bought one of these and you're listening, write in and tell us all about it. I want to know more about these things. I've looked inside a box. Last time I was in Japan, saw one in a shop, the Barbatos one, looked inside. The frame was already there. So, like, I don't know. It's a lot of money. I want to I know the, how the idea is. Because he talks about them. The idea is, is that you get a, like metal build quality style figure mm-hmm. for a cheaper price and it doesn't take you as long to get a good looking finished product. Right. I think that's the idea. The Astray is supposed to be really, really good. Even if it mm. does look like a human instead of a robot. Ah, that's the problem with those Astrays though. Yeah. But And that's it for New Kit News. It's all just P Bandai reissues from there. Well, we've got new kits that are upcoming and no, actually what? new rather than oh, things shit. that have already There's been released. Gundam based Tokyo <laughs> Limited stuff, which for once That's I actually like. Ooh. Because oh. there's the, the Blue Destiny Unit 2 metallic gloss injection, but it doesn't look like it's metallic gloss injection. It looks It doesn't all look right. like shit, basically. Yeah. So I'm actually <laughs> into it. The. Blue Destiny Unit 3 I'm not into, but then the E-Freak Custom looks good because that is a hell of a kit. Actually, that's the HT. I've built the Re-100, but um, uh, it's a cool-looking kit. I like the E-Freak. Yeah, I think that looks good. good. we got some other announcements, uh, and I feel this is a, a fairly big one here. Yeah. Uh, it's the real grade 1 to 144 Crossbone X1. Yeah, they gotta do it. They gotta uh, do it. I've been waiting a little <laughs> while for it, for a good crossbone X one. 
Uh, Master grade is floppy, apparently. And the high grade looks like it's been cummed on. I think this might be the one, lads. This might be the crossbow. It looks good. I'm enjoying the images. It looks very nicely proportioned. I like them legs. They're really finely moulded. Its mouth opens. So does mine. (laughs) (laughs) Cloak is good. Yeah, the cloak is moulded in plastic. It's not cloth, and it looks great. Yep, mm-hmm. there's a picture of it on the runner. It's it looks holes like in it. The, it uh, looks like it, you've got the um, the green of the eyes actually moulded in as well. Yes. Yeah, there's like a, an image of its entire head unit sort of exploded. Oh, that's really interesting. Nice. Some of the pictures that has an eye patch as well. Is that a thing? It loses an eye. I think so. That's I'm cool. not sure. And also the um, the red scarring on it is actually coloured in. So yeah. will they do that? We don't know yet. Mm. Backpack looks really cool. This thing looks great. When's it, it coming says, out? May. It says um, Gumpla Evolution Project. Its evolution point is extreme detail. Fuck yeah. So I'm, I'm going to buy this. Like this is an instant. Yeah pre-order for me i think i guess i just tend to buy every rg i didn't get the unicorn though but rgs are definitely my thing so this is yeah this is a welcome addition to the roster me too i enjoy real grades so i'm really happy about that um next up we've got the sdcs a ground gundam with fridge (laughs) on back that is cute that is cute oh look at that it's frame also is, is slightly customised so it can pull off some better poses with the gun. Got a lot of time God for that. Bless oh. that little man. That's cool. Oh, little Diddy boy. Looks cute. <laughs> little Diddy Kong. Okay, we've got the Re-100 Vagina Gagina from F91. <sighs> what did you say? Uh, <laughs> Vignagina too? Vagina Gagina. I hate this. Look at that sticker on its forehead. <laughs> Look at this. This it's is gonna the same sticker on its shield, but it hasn't got any surround. So it's just like you just stick that straight. Oh, that is gross. <laughs> oh man, that shield looks like it's made out of crystallized piss. Fair fucks to it. it. Its spear thing it looks cool. Off. Yeah, I, spear I hate gun. this. <laughs> I hate it too. Its spear looks like a wizard's hat. I've closed the tab. We want. Okay. Piss off, vagina. Remember War in the Pocket? Do I? Marvelous it's anime, that one. Celebrating some sort of anniversary this year. And I would imagine. As such, we've got a re 100. There is. Zakukai. That's cool. Yeah, Sexy. it's the one that Bernie got crusted in. And it looks pretty good, but... It does. Nice colours. Yeah, really nice colours, really flat. It's Heat Hawk is, is, is moulded in two colours, which is better than any Master Grade. Damn, you know how I feel Impressive. about Heat Hawk. But, but why not just make this a Master Grade instead of a Re100? That's true. I would have much ah. preferred that. I know, it, it, has some, I guess. it has some different proportions on its sort of legs and thighs to the to the normal Zaku, so maybe it's yeah, that. Yeah, those knees are kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, but this... Yeah, it's very course. different, actually. Some yeah, of the, uh, the yeah, frame around, around the shoulder looks quite complex for... Mm. A re- that, that 
image that shows like the inside of the shoulder and stuff. That looks like more complex than I'd expect from one of these kits. Mm. So that's coming in July, but I think the the main event here is what's coming in June, which is the Master Grade One One Hundred. Gundam RX-78 NT-1 Gundam Alex version 2.0. And it comes with the Chobham armor, which is the big beefy toaster Parker jacket that it comes equipped with. This is fully fucking mental. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so ugly with that armor on. Yeah, it's like it bin bags. Like one of those like high fashion like runway <laughs> shows. You know, it's like completely bonkers. I, I, I've built an HG of this, and yeah, uh, the HG there were slightly more gaps between the armor. You see, like in this kit where the the forearm armor is basically touching the shoulder one, and it's like, well, how do you even move with that? The HG yeah, had don't. slightly more clearance, and it looked uh, a bit better. The proportions were a bit better. I'm not sure. It's about like this. a like a transformer. If a transformer transformed into like a Selfridges, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's ready to, to go out into the cold winter and just hang out in the Arctic for a bit. I like, kind of like, like it. it. I, I it looks like, like it's wearing a coat. I like chunky ones. Because so do I, but of, this is a bit like budget Halloween costume, isn't it? I mean, sure, but think about all the stuff you can stick on it, like. <laughs> Yeah, and also it comes with a full inner frame. And it's got That's moving. Be a lot of building. The arm uh, opens for the guns as well, and the shield opens. <laughs> Ollie's having it, a good. The time. legs it open. Like, oh, it. I don't know. Oh no! It's got know. the shoulder bin bags that the Thunderbolt has. I feel like it's a lot of plastic that I'm not really hyped to put on this nice looking kit. Yeah, it seems weird yeah, you. because you you are either obscuring the Gundam or. You're throwing away the armor. I like the core Gundam, Alex. I do not like the Chopper armor. Yeah, I'm with you. It's got the uh, the weird vinyl-y, you know, the plastic the bits on it. Yeah, the bin bag. It's got the bin bags. The bin bags are back. <sighs> okay. I live near so somewhere is, called Chopper. Just. I thought this was going to be a bit dearer considering <laughs> the amount of plastic that's going into it, but it's actually just over 6,000 yen. Oh, that's not so bad. It's not too bad. That's See, it's got armour for its face as well. That looks cool. Yeah, The, the face armour looks all right. Yeah. It makes it look like Shredder. I was thinking. <laughs> uh, onwards and upwards, we've got a HGAC, a Gundam Sandrock, 1 to 144 scale. I do not care about this. Uh, I... Sandrock, that's a great... Sandrock's a good kit. Well, a good suit, rather. It's, it's just that... a prototype. Yeah, it's uncoloured as yet, but the moulding looks pretty nice and fine yeah it looks like it might be sort of uh simplified a little bit for the actual release because it's it's it looks pretty full-on for an hg mm. yeah it does doesn't it? uh sand rock was one of the first kits i ever built oh back in the days of gundam wing and when they had them in toys r us sand rock my favorite genre of music <laughs> Uh, your guitar uh, with co- sand. Love, love, Caius, yeah. me. Love that sand rock. Oh, um, yes. Sam, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, we've got the high resolution model 1100 Gundam Estray Noir. It's 17,000 yen and it's black and How red. much? <laughs> 17,000. Yeah. That'll be like 200 pounds at least. And it's the Gundam Estray Noir Herm. 
it looks really bad. <laughs> it does, yeah. It I've got the HG of this. Yeah, it looks better than the HG. I'll give it that. Oh god, it it's very. Like uh, it's one of the most edge lordy kits I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ah, uh, Bandai, huge, please. I studied the blade. <laughs> <laughs> When you build it, it just in the background it's playing like the Kerrang back catalogue. It's playing One Wing Angel. <laughs> God. Uh, that's it for new kids. It's kind of. Uh, uh, nah. Yeah. A little slow at the moment, right? I know. What? Like. When's the next it's hobby show? It's a shame show? Bandai are taking down all these third parties because they could have been pushing out some good shit right now. Yeah, it's true. All right, we've got a. Um, Anime Games Manga is pretty dry as well. We've got a 13-episode abridged version of the uh, Gundam The Origin movies starting in April mm. um, for those that want it, but I've They're already seen it all. it at this point. Like, repackage, reissue, ship it out, that'll do. Lunacy is uh, performing the three opening songs of the series. And Sugizo will be doing the ending songs. So Good. Cool. I say that the OP to the Unicorn 0096 series oh, yeah. was a banger. So mm. if it has a good theme tune, it's worth it. Lunacy is like a visual K band. I'm I'm on board. I'm in. Now. I'm into it. Right, I mean, now. I feel like uh, I've already seen the origin. So yeah, I think I've finished uh, it yet. It's good. I recommend it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's it's okay. I don't know. It, it, I, I feel like I've been watching it for five years, and that's probably not actually an exaggeration. Yeah, no, no, we have. Yeah, I think it has been five years. It's been so long. Okay, we're having a small break. Uh, We'll be back after these messages from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Gumpler Club podcast. We've got a feature for you today. The flow of Gumpler. So, what is your process? Where do you start? Where do you go? In what order do you build things in? Washing runners? Painting? Weathering coats? What do you do? What do we do? Are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a very good sort of advert or pitch. I I, I read out what was on the dot. I was just taken aback by your dramatic delivery. <laughs> well, the, it's ended now. The flow of Gunfire. So, so what order do you do shit in? Like, do you cut parts off and then paint and then assemble? Like, what, what do you do? First, yeah. I take my trousers off. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Where's this going, Will? Put on some Barry White. Light a candle. <laughs> get get the panel line and pen out. Oh, just put the fucking tip of that really fine panel line brush up my urethra and then <laughs> cut this ding cut ding this. ding that's the podcast Barry White bass <laughs> right it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna prime my entire elbow and then just leave imprints all around the flat that's my flow so, so the idea of this uh, flow of gunpla thing it's a very very haughty name for uh, something yeah, so, so simple 
Uh, it came up a while back where I was like thinking, like uh, seeing people's uh, on certain forums, like talking about uh, doing a gloss coat before applying decals, and um, that just got me thinking, like about our sort of workflow about Gunpla. Like, where, like, what do you do at the start? Do you wash runners? I guess is is a question. Like, how do you get from A to Z essentially? And uh, I thought it'd be interesting for the podcast to sort of have a chat about that sort of uh, workflow. Well, to take okay. it back, like a step before mm. you even build the kit, I like yeah. a good You've got to buy one, right? Yeah, like <laughs> when it when it arrives. Like I remember when I used to just buy like big orders from Banzai Hobby uh, when I had a job, and then I just like it would be brought to my desk, and then I just it would just be nice to just open it and uh, just yeah. get all the kits out on my desk before I take them home and just kind of marinate in them for a little <laughs> while and just kind of soak in. Because like, the box art for Gunpla Kits is so cool. And it the, it's just like this this pile of possibility and like cool shit that you're going to do Episode with these kits. There, pile of possibility. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of, kind of nice to soak in them. That's why like I'm not in any rush to... You know, some people get obsessed with like uh, clearing their backlog. Yeah. Or, or consider like a backlog is a bad thing to have, and it's not. You're just kind of like no, soaking great. in them and just enjoying them. Yeah. I used to get it. a lot of Gumpler delivered to work. <clears throat> and you're right, it's nice. Like, you know, it's quite exciting. Like, oh, exotic uh, package from Japan. Mm, it's, yeah. You know, it it's also quite and... funny at work when you open it and you're like, this is what's in this fucking box. <laughs> like, feel yeah, free people to are expecting something else, but no, it's, it's just this. Thank yeah, you. and then you're like actually explaining what Gundam is to your colleagues, and then you just basically turn into the the world's biggest and lamest person. Yeah, like, I love that uh, feeling though. As, as, a, as, as an anime about a war with space robots, and uh... you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Do you even know <laughs> what an Amaro is? God. <laughs> I've had an RG Zagok on my desk for the past year. And occasionally you get people being like, oh, cool, I, I like Gundam 2, like from like the Aww. production side of the room. Uh, but on my side of the room, which is like marketing and commercial, like they're pretty, they're pretty normal plain, plain Janes over there. They, they, they like playing badminton. They and, like and Prosecco and Snapchat. <laughs> I'm okay. not even kidding. You, you fucking nailed it. Like... No, so occasionally I get comments like, oh, what's that cool guy? And I'm just like, oh, I build these moulds and I do a podcast about it. It's, it's, it's a Does anyone robot. on your team ever say this thing in this exact voice? We should go for drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed yep, it. Nailed yeah. an yeah. English marketer. Fuck, <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, flashbacks. Yeah, no. no, that's basically my life. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Uh, the Zagok has, 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 has been my desk buddy. He's a good little desk pal. But anyway, the flow of Gumpla. I, I mm. generally, uh, you know, opening the box is a whole thing in itself, especially when you get it delivered to work. Yeah. Um, I like to, when I'm, when I'm about to start a Gumpla, like take all the runners out and just like off their yeah. plastic plastic sheaths. <laughs> do you, like you alphabetise them? Cause dirty I have word. To. I do, yeah. I have I to Stack do them vertically in the box. Really? Oh, that's order. disgusting. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm an absolute mess of a man. That's quite a good idea, actually. I'm out. Mm. See? This is already paying dividends. 
I, I lay the run all, I lay all the runners out on a table. Like I, I prepare yeah. the space, as it were. I put my mat down. I get my tools out. Put them to the side. Yep. Got my little thing out. My life. Got my dick Get your out. Thing out. And then, <laughs> you know, I, I'm ready. I have to alphabetize them all in front of me, and then I can pick. Okay, here's A, B, C. I know where everything is. I'm fully optimized to snap some model together. Sounds like you got a big ass table. I do. Will you've been to my flat? You've seen how big that table is. The the, the space the space in Sheffield is is vast. Right. See what see when you've done all of the pieces on a runner. Mm-hmm. Do you immediately like set that runner to one side and throw it out? Okay. Yes. Like that's what I do. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that's no, going on, in the on. recycling as soon as I'm next yeah. going yeah, that way. I, I do that. But if I'm seeing that I've got a runner that's mostly empty that has like some hand parts on it. That gives like me that. serious anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I cut those parts away, but keep them on the runner, right? What? And chuck the mo- chuck the majority out, and then keep that little bit on the runner for when I have to do it. Oh, that's much smarter idea. Yeah. But before yeah, all that, cut, cut the runner. Before all that, my 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 new favorite ritual is switching out the blade on my knife. Yes. Uh, like new kit, new blade, and you pop the new blade in and then you take it to the plastic bags and you just off the top of the plastic bags so the runners <sighs> just slide out. You're not pulling the bags apart yeah. like some kind of fucking animal. Yeah. You're slicing yeah. the top I'm of them off. Fully on board with this. This is No, excellent. I do that too, I have to admit. It's a whole thing. It's like it's therapeutic, you know, going through the motions almost. Yeah. Just these little like rituals and little things that you do. Like okay, just so, so like, when I'm starting. I'm a craftsman. I'm fucking serious about this. I'm making an HG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would a craftsman open his gunpla bags like a fucking bag of with his hands salt when he has such, yeah. such high caliber tools in his possession? <laughs> exactly. Right, set set the mood then. Like, are you are you uh, a music gunpla builder? Are you, are you do you have podcasts? Do you watch stuff? Far like, on Zach Aurelius. Oh yeah. Zachary I mean, his he, content is very long, so it's helpful. Yeah, and there's about a trillion hours a week of like different videos because he doesn't just like <laughs> he like shows you what he's getting in his fucking mailbag, and then it's like a quick look at the box, a quick look at the kit, and then a review of the kit, and then there's gunplay. It's like mm-hmm. there's, you don't need to watch anything else. Like if you're just looking for content to fill your life with, he just produces. Turn mm. the podcast off now. Go to Zachary Aurelius <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I also he's like pretty to watch, good. He's uh, one of the best out there on uh, YouTube. Yeah, for sure. He's a great guy. I also yeah. like to watch Hobby Link TV while I'm doing really? it because oh, really? those guys are so cute. Yeah, because I know I understand. He's very I wholesome. Know, he is so wholesome. But like Todd flirting with Lindsay is one of my favorite things. <laughs> wow, I need to get in on this. It's good content because they there's like a half hour show. And they focus on a couple of kits and they do like nice close in camera shots and they talk about it and they have a laugh and it, it's good fun. So like that it's and really Zachary, lighthearted. Yeah. Like if I, I was like twelve, years. it's like almost like a Gumpler TV kids show. Yeah. 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 But they've got some new British guy on there and I can't stand him. Sorry if you're listening. I really do apologize if anyone from Hobby Link TV is listening to this podcast, but uh like, yeah, he's on the, the toy show that they have. Yeah, sometimes he does the uh, Gumpler one as well, and he talks all over Todd. It's like, you need to get your, bant, your banter right. You need to get, understand crosstalk. And, yeah. Like, right. But yeah. I, I generally put on um, 
uh, Tested.com, uh, Adam Savage from Mythbusters does oh. these one-day builds. So he's like an ex-prop maker. Uh, I remember when Tested.com was Alex Navarro. Yeah, Alex wow. Navarro, Will Smith, and, uh, and Will Norman Smith. Chan. Yeah, yeah, geez, that takes me, takes no, me back. I used to, mm. I've been following that site for years, but I've got a premium subscription and they just do these one-day builds where they just sit down and, and take you through the whole process. And Adam oh, Savage cool. has got this amazing workshop. And in one of them, he was just like kit bashing like bits of plastic. And he's like, here, I'm going to make a Star Wars ship. And like 45 minutes later, he has this like beautiful, like meticulously crafted ship that I can never hope to make in my life. But I, I often put something craft related on like, like that or like workshop just... or people making things. I stick a podcast on, usually Giant Bombcaster, the Giant Beast cast. Big fan of that stuff. A lot of Whiskey Media OG going on right yeah, now. Yeah, we've got, we got a lot of that. <laughs> we've got Whiskey Media, gosh. A lot of CBS family. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Less Moon Vest is a pest. I, thought I've, uh, I used to build at the, at the dinner table, and uh, I've kind of moved to the couch recently. Oh, really? So, Oh, yeah, my, my my back is not happy about it. <laughs> I've been yeah. forced to I used to sit at the couch with a coffee table in front of me. So I could yeah. lay all my parts out. It's like actually a really good tip is I, I might have mentioned this before. Games Workshop, I don't know if they still do it, do these like lap trays. Where uh, yeah, oh. I've got like a lap tray thing that I've been using. Yeah, then they're pretty good. But I used to sit at the co- uh, sofa with a coffee table so I could lay all the stuff out. But now the dog sits on the sofa. So I've been pushed off the sofa because she won't sit next dog. to me. She doesn't really, she's not a fan of being near me. So she sits on the oh. sofa and I've been pushed out to an armchair. So like, <laughs> I'm like tucking runners down the side of the cushion to keep them from falling <laughs> off. So I've got this lap <laughs> train. I'm, I'm kind of doing that too. Yeah, I'm getting anxiety got... listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a bit, bit messier now, but um, it's kind of cozy. What about lighting? Like, I find I need a really good light. I have a single bright lamp. Yeah. yeah. Like a, like a, almost like a daytime sort of temperature. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I've yeah, got yeah. fully you know halogen saying? cold lamp ass thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more of a blue, a blue lamp than yeah. a... Just to see the numbers on the runners is <clears throat> a, a skill in itself. <laughs> <laughs> like, at my age... So, yeah, definitely need a bunch of light. Yeah, yeah we uh, switched all of the um, lounge lights into LED ones, you know, those kind of like f- nice. energy-efficient, bright LED ones. So um, yeah. get all those on, and uh, it's uh, yeah, that provides a decent amount of light. Yeah, that's what I do. So when it comes to actually like, okay, so imagine you're building a shoulder, right? So you've got the front of the shoulder, the back of the shoulder, some bits in between, and a polycap. So how do you go about doing that? Do you like cut all the parts out first, clean them all up, then assemble? Do you cut out bit by bit, assemble bit by bit, and just do it like that? Or how do you do it? I, I cut out everything that is in like a numbered instruction. Because yeah. like the instructions are divided into like grids with number and all. It's cut out every part that's used in one of those and then clean them and then bolt them all together. But once, sometimes you can, do. you can work a few steps ahead, like if you're building an arm, you can just mm. do the whole arm in one go, although it's in different like numbered grids, you just cut them all out and do them. Um, because yeah, a lot, of, a lot of HGs in the same series, like you, once you've built a couple of them, you kind of get into the flow. I wonder what series you're talking about. Uh, 
might be happy. <laughs> that's, that's the slyest burn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, I did the exact same, Ollie, which is to, to cut all the parts out, clean them all up, and then put it all together. And if I'm doing like a mirrored part, like like a two arms that are exactly mm. the same, but for some reason they're different on the runners, I just do them at the same time anyway. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? My question is about washing runners. So this is probably before this part. So what? what how do you wash them? Okay. <laughs> Because I've done it a couple of times, but I've just used like dish soap. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. No, that's or not. what you so, do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do to get rid of the oil. And so, it's... as I understand it, so that the paint can, it's just to wash the shit off so that paint can stick to it better or mm. whatever. Mm. So, yeah. So, my limited understanding. What happens when you like cast the, the runner is that you've got a bit of mold release, which is that little oily mm. film on the top. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, since you've walked runners, you know that it comes out with a little bit of a different finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only really do it when I have third party kits. Ah, okay. Um, because the mold release tends to be pretty bad on that, and they come out really oily or smelling quite bad, or some, like a part might be slightly warped or something like that on like a beam effect. So I fill my bath up a little bit, uh, put all the runners in there with a bit of soap. Uh, let it soak for a bit and drain it and dry it and that's light it. some candles. Yeah, sit yeah, in the bathroom with this spiky ass third party bath runners. bomb. <laughs> uh, comes out smelling like bath bomb. <laughs> Only uh, the best for my gun plug. Extra finish Gundam with uh, glitter bath bomb <laughs> on the runner. I don't do that often though. Do you do it for every kit or just no, no. things that you I've in, never done intend it. to paint? Just, just third party kits. Okay. Right, with anything Bandai, you're pretty good. Like they're really yeah. good at that. So that's interesting. So we've obviously talked about it in the past, but right, nubs. Yeah, baby. What yeah. are your nub strategies? <laughs> My nub strategy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Get this. Okay. So I cut the. the I know part yours off. is good. So I cut I the part know. off, and then I go in with a god hand. And then oh, I cut right. it off. Well, fucked already then. <laughs> and then <laughs> I scrape away any slight excess. <laughs> and that's it. It's changed a lot. <laughs> the god hands are so good. <laughs> you should buy them. So I'm just using some uh, mortal uh, hands. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I cut away from the, the runner, uh, the part as much as possible. Uh, and then once it's off of the runner, go at it again with the clippers, the nippers, nippy clippies. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm kind of cutting with a with a craft knife, you know, like kind of. But then yeah. I always, if I'm like getting impatient or inattentive in any way, then I'm gouging into the fucking part. That happens, yeah, that happens when you're using the knife. That happens to me a lot. I find that it used to bug me a lot, but now I'm just like, I'm never going to look at this close, this this kit. Yeah, Yeah, I think at a certain point you have to do that, especially when you're kind of feeling the burn a little bit. Like, you know, when you get to that point in the build where you're just like, okay, I'm getting through this, I'm getting through this. And you're just like, do I really need to cut off these to this extent where no one's going to see it? No one's going to know it's there except for me. And it's not really visible at all. Uh, Yeah, I find that comes down to like kind of, this sounds wanky, but your own personal pride in your craft. And there's limits to that. Like you always start off with the best intentions, but at some point you're like, I just need, actually, I just want to get this done. 
I've enjoyed this kit, but now it's time to move on. And you yeah. kind of just get it out there. Yeah. No, no, I get you. I mean, I feel that with like really long master grade builds, especially, like I just get like really tired of it. Mm. So if I'm thinking, oh, well, this piece is a part of an armor part with some stuff going over it, so I can leave this a little bit messy because no one's yeah. going to look at it. Yeah, for sure. You know? It's yeah. also worth like understanding how the parts go together because I built like the Metal Gear Rex Kotobukiya kit and Oof. I panel lined as I went but it has a load of internal mechanism. And I don't know why they've done it because they have a load of internal mechanism that they then cover over with armor parts. So I realized I was panel lining and taking a load of care over a bunch of shit that in the next step, I was bolting a panel over the top of. And I guess it's, you know, so you can do like battle damage or you can do like a a stripped down version of the Rex or something, but... Or or you can sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's kind of like... If you understand how the kit goes together, you realize where you can take the shortcuts. Because it's all very well yeah. trying to do like the best job on every single bit. But really, like on the inner frame, no one's going to see it. Yeah, mm. exactly. But, <sighs> but in terms of removing yeah. nuts, I, it depends, for me, it depends on what I'm doing with the kit. If it is going to be a straight build with a panel line, then it is nip it off and then trim it with the uh, knife as close as possible but if i'm painting yeah. it's nip it off and then sand it because if you sand it you're going to take the top sheen of the plastic off and, and it's going if to you're, a lot better yeah if you're not um painting it if you're just panel lining it and then top coating it you're going to see blemishes on the plastic a lot so it kind of depends like the helmvig that i'm doing at the moment i'm just clipping it off and then using an emery board and nail file to just take the nub sure. off and because I'm going to, it's going to spray over the top of it and you'll never know. Yeah, because sometimes you get those little dips in plastic. They're, they're minuscule, but you see them in the finish. <sighs> yeah, that sounds like especially a pain when side. it's like it's some I, armor going together. It's like, uh, it's going to bother me forever. It's because I know, like, because I've got shit nippers. Like, they're, they're just pretty cheap nippers. I, I didn't want to say, but yeah, you do, yeah. <laughs> You you get that stress on the plastic, which sometimes takes a chunk out of the plastic, which going by reviews, god hands don't do. But mm. like with normal nippers, if if you cut too close to the plastic, you're not gonna leave you're not just gonna leave like a bit of um nub on there. You you might actually just pull a chunk of the plastic out where it's stressed and that fucks me up. Yeah, like I've been thinking honestly of getting a second pair of god hands. I want to know if you can sharpen your wielders. Like, can like you know how like you sharpen Callum's knives? Done it. You've done it, haven't you, Callum? I have, yeah. With just <laughs> with <laughs> with a knife sharpener that I bought at a supermarket. Fuck, I might do that. Nice. Yeah, and that that actually helped quite a lot. Not surprised. Was, I'm wondering uh, if I should yeah, do it on my noticeable. standard ones. Uh, I broke my nippers recently, so I started using my wife's nippers, and they are much newer than mine. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> butter this is smooth, what, like baby. actually sharp nippers yeah <laughs> it's, much, it's been much easier yeah nippers and nubs would be a great name for a hobby shop wouldn't it yeah but if you had no nubs. idea what was going on it would sound really weird nipples and knobs no but i mean do you, do you guys like snap build first before you like paint and do stuff to it then I rarely paint at all. I, I mainly just stat yeah. build, to be honest. Yeah, same. Like same. sometimes I intend to to do a lot more to a kit, but as soon as I finish building it, I'm sort of just done with it at that point. Or, or you have that yakushiki in pieces, well. 
Well, yeah, that was one case where I thought, I'm going to put the effort in, and then it never got built. Yeah. It a lesson for life. I mean, it's a lot of work, you know? This, like, is the, this is the kind of shit that, like, Gumpler people don't really talk about. Like, they like to... They like to flex online about their builds and stuff like that, but you don't hear yeah. about the failed projects, you know? Yeah, and that, uh, that is fine. really important, is like, if you are going to get into painting, like, you're going to have a lot of shit-looking builds, and mm. that's fine, because that's how you get good. And, you know, you look at, like, amazing airbrush kits on Twitter all day, and you just think, I want to do that. And so you get a kit and you get all your paints and you're ready to go. And the first time you do it, it's going to be a fucking shit show. But you have mm. to do that. You have to go through that. The only way you get to a really nice painted kit is by fucking up a whole bunch of times. And so mm. like, if you, if you are setting out to create a masterpiece with like the most, the kit that you've always wanted to paint as your first thing, you're setting yourself up for fail. And like the, the best thing if, is if you want to get good at painting is just to keep doing kits, but understand that you're, you're going to make a mess and it's not going to be how you want, but to take lessons away from each one. Because if you don't do that, you're just going to kind of, you're going to make a bunch of shit and then not be very happy with it and then stop building. Mm. But like each kit you do, you'll get better at and just, you just keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to fall forward, you know. Yeah, and and sometimes it's like really easy to like feel doubt, disheartened by looking at all the because yeah, this happens with everything, every yeah. aspect of like your work or your personal life. You always look at whatever's going on on social media or whatever. I think these people have got it better than me, or these people are doing better than me. But it's only because they've pushed through and through a bunch of failures to get to where they are now. And it is so true with Gumpler that or any model, like any craft. If you don't put in the effort and do a bunch of shit-looking kits, you won't make a good kit. Yeah, I mean, like, I make music, uh, and I make a shit-ton of horrible crap music. <laughs> like, all the time. And then sometimes you make something that's, in your own opinion, good. So it's the same in any craft. It's like, mm. yeah, you put the work in, you get better. But what's, what's cool about uh, Gunplay is that, you know, the kits aren't that expensive. Yeah. Like you can, if you want to practice, uh, when I first got an airbrush, I went out and got a kit and just a, like, a cheap grunt suit from IBO because it was like seven quid. And just that was my first practice kit. And I learned a ton from that. And it only costs like seven quid. And you've got a kit that you could display. It's not the mm. greatest thing in the world, but um, you can afford to make some mistakes. So, like, if you're going to go out and paint, don't go and buy an airbrush and a load of paint and the prized MG that you've been lusting after. Like, get a few shit HGs and get some practice in. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think I spent more on paint than I did on my Yappy Shucky. So then the pressure is on. <laughs> like, it, it, no, seriously, like, that stuff's expensive. And then the pressure is on. You're like, I've got to do this the first time or I've fucked it. <laughs> I've already cut out all the parts. See, that's it. And so, that, yeah. That's the thing. Like, you don't want that pressure. You just want to, yeah. ha- you know. Have a good time. Yeah. Gumper is freedom. It is. And just, yeah. just mess up a few times and learn from it. I remember um, years ago, I bought a Tamiya panel line scriber because I was like, ah, oh, I see all these kits with cool added panel lines. I'm going to do the same. So I followed the guides. I bought some some special tape. I was following all the guidelines. I was using a HG build building. You know what? It turned out it looked like shit. I ruined that kit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't same. believe in panel scribing. I, I think that's witchcraft. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't surely that's not possible. 
Because as far as I can see, some of these people just do it. Like some of the best people I've seen on like Instagram and stuff just do it by hand. Robots. And I'm just like, you're a monster. You're not real. Like, yeah. but the reality is, is that they've just practiced a whole lot. Yeah. And I've had a bunch of fuck ups like my Bill Burning. You know. But the, the only things they're posting good. are the good shit. Yeah. Like they're not posting all their their failures. They're they're posting the stuff that they want to put into the Gundam Gunpla World Cup. Yeah. I wonder how many of those kits they're buying as well, just to get the parts so they can fuck up some of them and just have the part again ready to go, you know? You're like, yeah, if you're mm. doing like the Gunpla World Cup, like you minimum you're probably buying two of the same kit. Cause you need oh, to sure. you need to fuck one first and then and then do a proper one. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's that's the moral of the story. Just buy thousands of the same kit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're and then give up on any other interest you've got in life and just get really good at painting uh, Gumpler. And then I'm talking unemployment. I'm talking divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking and homelessness. <laughs> step four profit. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Instagram. Followers, <laughs> Instagram <I> likes. <laughs> so that was um, a good feature. Well, well, I was yeah. going to say, what else? We we go from from that to like panel lining, top coating. Yeah, pretty much. Like some people, I mean, if you're doing a painted build, then yeah, it makes sense to do a gloss and then panel line. But it's it's really situational. I feel. Sure. You know what do you like, what do you guys use for uh, panel lining? Because I use like a fine Gundam marker and then nail varnish remover to take off the excess. I really don't like Gundam markers. Yeah, but you're a special little princess with your little <laughs> wash. I use the, the the fine Gundam markers. I don't use nail polish though, uh, nail polish remover. I just use uh, a cotton bud. Yeah, on its own, just to. And I'm pretty. I only do. I do like a little bit, and then get it while it's still wet. Uh, okay. Of, I like that. It's, it's almost like you're weathering it at the same time. It gives it yeah, some yeah. depth because yeah. you're yeah. you're cleaning up the panel line but then you're also blending the excess into the the surface of the the kit around it right mm. and it's yeah. nice it it gives it a bit more um uh, uh depth depth shadow yeah the light hits the kit in a new way <laughs> beautiful i have two special mix uh panel line mixes one black one gray i can uh, sever a snape over here I have taken, you know, the Solid shit you snape. give to babies to feed them Nurofen. I, I use that uh, to, to get some thinner out of my... Hang on, what? You're feeding babies what? <laughs> Nurofen? <laughs> no, okay, you know like there's the little syringe things. I have a little syringe. Pipettes. Right? Do no, 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 I have a syringe. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, like a Nurofen yeah, sure. syringe. Normal thing to have. <laughs> He's from Sheffield. You give it to, you give it to babies to feed them Nurofen. Do you want us to call someone? No. You give it to babies to feed them Nurofen, right? So I just sort of pilfered it from, from, from a cupboard. And now I'm using it to take thinner Squeeze out. Squeeze it into your mouth. Panel line mixes. And I go in there. It's acrylic, so it dries really quickly. And then I just do the same. I just wipe it over the cupboard. But because, I don't know, it just has to have some sort of capillary action. It has to be really... Like, if you get the ratio slightly fucked, then that's your wash gone, basically. I don't have time for that, like... It doesn't take too long. Yeah. Sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> no, have you seen I mean, my crispy fucking panel lines with I you? have, yeah. But have you seen mine? No. Oh. 
uh, yeah, I feel like I get really good results out of, I mean, I've, I'm so used to doing it now that it's like, it's actually one of my favorite parts of panel lining these days. Just I find it really, I hate it. I just like, I just, I don't know, this, it just makes the whole, it just pulls it all together, you know, yeah. makes that, makes that standard part just look Boom. that much better. So Yeah. No, I panel lined the, the Sazabi. And I just remember just thinking, like, I don't, I'm not enjoying this. I just don't like it. But the end result is so worth it. Yeah, I think if you if you're not going to do anything else, like if you're not going to paint or anything, like um, panel line is an absolute must. Oh, yeah. And that's not to say like you should be painting or anything. It's just like like that. Just a panel line. It's a simple little operation, but it brings the uh, the kit to life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the most important parts of a good kit it's the first mm. thing you notice on like those instagram things mm. you know like those panel lines man damn tight you know what you don't you don't have to have the gundam branded one like any art no, of shop course. sells um fine like fine tipped yeah uh, ink pens i use gray ones on on white yep. parts and then yeah. like normally black for everything else mm-hmm. um so yeah, well recommend doing that. You can also be a bit messy with it because you can you can like cleaning up with a cotton bud afterwards. If you've been messy, it doesn't really matter because it just wipes away. Yeah, it gets in all the nooks and crannies. Yeah, especially if you use something. I, there's probably other stuff you can use like terps or like white spirit or whatever. But I just use nail varnish remover, and you can just if you've fucked up, you can just get it all out there and uh, yeah, oh and yeah, have another go. And, um, and you can huff it at the same time, and it's uh, <laughs> uh, quite a nice experience. Yeah, uh, I mean, sometimes like they don't look quite how you want it, but you just roll with it. You know, it's your kit. It's your. It's gonna. It's not gonna be like anyone else's. It's yours mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I feel like That's panel lining and fucking up slightly, and you know where you messed up and things like that it adds to the personality of the kit and your yeah. connection to it. So. It's a wonderful hobby, isn't it? It is. It really is. And I'm going to invoke the spirit of Sam Smith here and say, fucking remove the nubs from your V-fins. Yep, safety. (laughs) Gotta go. Gotta go. This is a safety-free zone. (laughs) (laughs) Just raw dog these kids. No parachute, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then we top coat and that's it, you know? Top coat is I've had a really bad time with top coat recently. The... The Games Workshop one I've been using has just left it so cloudy and shit. I need to find a new one. And I, I asked you guys, you need, uh, Vallejo seemed to be, or yeah, Tamiya seemed to be one. like the... Uh, yeah, yeah. I swear by the Tamiya one. Yeah. Although, um, it's a slight anecdote, but I bought a, uh, a bootleg Figma Guts off of AliExpress. Um, just as like six quid, and I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have a little Guts figure, and I don't fancy paying 50 quid for it. Um and the the paintwork was slightly off so i was like you know what i i can do this i've got the skills to fix this um so i started painting over his uh his trousers right with this nice black tamiya paint that i've got really nicely thinned it's all coming out smooth and it's really shiny it looks like guts is wearing leather trousers nice right it's what I want. and i'm just thinking oh, you know what i just i just put a top coat on that it'll be fine I top coat it once with the Vallejo. Does fucking nothing. I'm thinking, huh, that's weird. So I top coat it again. Still fucking nothing. And now I've just sort of resigned to the fact that now this bootleg China guts 
has really shiny trousers. <laughs> <laughs> just everything else is matte, but his trousers are just fucking blingy as fuck. Some questions from Discord. We'll, we'll keep this uh, brief. The Crimson Comet eighty six from Discord asks: Do you plan on buying any non gunpla kits this year? And if yes, what do you plan on building? I uh, don't think I do. <laughs> you know what? I've been I've been seeing people build the Dragon Ball stuff, and I know Siam, you've had a bad time with these. But well, it's just with the human ones with the skin colours. You know I what I mean? Want a bomber. But if you got a Piccolo or a Is, is it a Bulma? You can get Bulma on a bike. I know who Bulma is. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that comes all in grey. That's not coloured. She, she's the one uh, that wears her name all over herself. That's like the yeah. coolest thing you can do. People need to do that in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that comes in all grey, Will. I want a big Callum hat. Uh, I'm less into the idea now. <laughs> what about anyone else? I've got uh, pick, uh, Piccolo. I, do Piccolo. I've got a few Kotobukiya kits that I want to get to this year. I've got uh, some kind of frame arms, which isn't one of the greatest frame arms. So I'm going to uh, customize it up a bit. And I've got a frame arms girl, and I've got a hexagear character. Oh, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, they look like a little GI Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, the main problem for me with those is that they seem pretty high price. What they are? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, Rachel built a frame arms and the build quality was not nearly as good as a Bandai kit. So it yeah. took a load more work and the, the price really wasn't reflected in, in what you got. Um, but I got Bandai some of really those. really fucking good, basically. Yeah, I got some of those cheap, like I got the frame arms girl cheap in Japan and the, the hexagear wasn't too bad for the, the, uh, the cost of it. So I'm interested to see what they're, they're like. Um, I think I've been tempted by those Mecha Troigo kids, mm. you know, the little fat robot dudes. Mm. Like They look like a little fun time. Yeah, so I like those a lot. Yeah. So I think, aside from that, there's one Frame Arms that I really like the look of. I think it's called Frame Arms White Tiger. It's got this Metal Gear look about it. it looks I'm really look good. Frame Arms White I quite like <laughs> the Frame Arms. Oh, yeah, I do know that one. That one's really cool. <laughs> just really enjoyed you speaking what you were typing. Yeah, I do that. And when, when I have a, a meeting every day with my uh, my business partner where we talk about what game, what we're going to do in the game. And whenever I'm typing stuff into the document, I'm just like typing exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> meeting going well. <laughs> I think he likes me. <laughs> there is a good frame arms girl of that kit as well. Because, oh. you know, I have to be on brand with my anime girls at all the time. Super Saiyan Skywalker asks, what's your favourite version of the double O? Ooh, baby. Uh, probably your commoner garden. What? Stock double O. No double O riser. Mm, too many things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like a capitalist version of the double O. <laughs> I like the 
XN Sunriser of the double O. Looks really cool. I'm going Riser. I think yeah, I, like I quite like the Riser. I've got that to build. Mm. Ooh, which grade? Uh, HG. So I think it's a fairly simple kit. Like, That's a lot going on for HG. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's from that line where there's like, I built an Exio which had like two or three runners. And I think it's from that same line where it's like not that complex. So I, I, mm. I'm looking at the uh, the RG right now. I, I seriously doubt it's going to look as good as that. <laughs> uh, smelly Pirate Hooker. There it is. There uh, it is. All time best, all time five best HG builds. Discuss between yourselves, question mark. Sorry, but the Barbatos is banned. Fuck you. I wasn't going to say the Barbatos anyway. Uh, <laughs> petulant child. Ollie. <laughs> there. <laughs> well, I didn't uh, want a bike for Christmas anyway. <laughs> high grades, huh? Yeah. Mm. Well, the Moon Gundam is very. It's in the in the front of my mind. Right. I, it's the, one of the best HGs I've built. I'm going to start building the list of the top five. Oh shit! Here we go. Moon it's, it's become real. Gundam Grim Grimoire for me. I think that is one of my maybe my favorite HG ever. Uh, it's I, just chunky and nice. I agree. I really like the Thunderbolt full armor as well. That is a great I think build. That, uh, yeah. Fenice Runeshita. I don't know how to spell that. Incredibly good. Renashta, isn't it? Renashta. Renashta. I'm trying to think more HGs, more good HGs. I guess for me, it would have to be the Revive Gundam because that was my first one. Yeah, that is good. So that was my first Gunpla ever. And it's it's goddamn cool Gundam. Baby. After building it though and looking back at it, it just looks very puny. It does, yeah. yeah. It's a little yeah. Did you, it's a really good starter kit because that yeah. is where you started. Right? Yeah. yeah when yeah. you look at it like you're like, oh you you notice all the little bits and how kind of diddy and crappy it looks, but yeah. now you look at what you bought, and you're just like I bought Whoa. that thing at, at Gundam Front in Tokyo and it was my first Gundam. <laughs> and now you're here. Congratulations. Uh right, so all-time best, five best HG builds. We've got Moon Gundam, Grimoire, Thunderbolt, Flama, Fenice, Renashta, Titicha, and Revive Gundam. What's number one? Out of those? Mm. You know what? I'll put the Revive Gundam up there. It's super good. Revive yeah, is number one. That's great. As a beginner's kit, I think. That's, yeah. that's the caveat. And, uh, and uh, you know, just uh, from a historical standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the best HG of the Gundam. It's very sturdy. It's got a good selection of weapons. Yeah. I like how the rocket launcher clips to its back. <laughs> what's, it's what's the second best HG between Moon Gundam, Grimoire, Thunderbolt, Full Armor, and Fenice Renashta? It'll have to be the I Moon, mean, right? At least from appearances. I've not built it, so I can't really say. But I like it a lot. I'm, I'm saying Grimoire, but... I've not finished the moon, so it could be that. Yeah, I haven't built the Grimoire, so I'm willing to... uh, I'm happy to uh, to back the Grimoire as well, because I had a great time building both of those. Go for it. Number two, greatest high grade, Grimoire. Grimoire. So if anyone's like listening, just open up your Banzai Hobby account and just add all of these (laughs) to your basket. Number three... If you fancy some high grade action... 
Moon, Gundam, Thunderbolt, or Finiche? Uh, moon. Has to go to Moon. I, I can't speak yeah. for the Finiche. It looks really good. Number four, Thunderbolt, Falama, or Finiche? I'm back in the Finiche here. Like, it's so slick. It's so steady. It doesn't need to stand to fucking stand up. Done. Wow. Let's cool. trump that one then. Nice. That was the easiest <laughs> thing we've ever done. <laughs> Everything else we've done has been super hard, and I've hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's review all the Gundam ending themes. <laughs> oh God! We should. Do I actually really want to do that. Every that's gonna be so Gundam long, weekend. Callum. I know, but you know how much I love it. <laughs> that podcast. will literally take an entire day. <laughs> oh boy! If you're two weeks good. to edit, well, we'll we'll talk about it. So the canonical five best HG builds that we've decided in the last, what, three seconds, Mm -hmm. four seconds? Yeah. Uh, Number one, Revive Gundam. Number two, Grimoire. Number three, Moon Gundam. Number four, Fenice Renashta. And number five, Thunderbolt Full Armor. Your results may vary. (laughs) Big caveat. We thought of these pretty quick. Yeah. Number six right. is the gun cannon. All right. Okay. Oh, hang on. I just remembered the origin, Zaku. The, the list is mm. done. That is no, Will, good. it's in stone now, mate. All right, all right. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. And it has the horrible seam line on its forearm, so fuck that. <laughs> and fuck you. But the sniper rifle. Rare Roboduck asks, what are some of the kits in your backlog, and which ones do you want to build this year? Well, I'm looking forward to getting the aforementioned Wing Zero RG from my poor suffering mother's house (laughs) so I can build that because it's been like two years. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to building that. And the the RG Zaku, because I've never built a green Zaku. Yeah, I'm going to paint it red. Like modern day Rothko. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Red on play, green by, Zaku. play by your fucking rules. I've uh, I've got the RG GPO one Zephranthes. Yeah, Zephranthes. Zephranthes. I'll tell you that right off the bat. You tell me what? It's a finicky build. Look, that's fine. I just want it to look cool. <laughs> if I have to bleed for it, that's fine. I remember you getting that. Yeah, I got it as a birthday present. I remember that. I was there. Yeah. And what did I do with that birthday present? I put it in the cupboard and I didn't touch (laughs) it for two years. (laughs) But I still appreciate it. Thank you very much. I feel like Gunpla is the only acceptable birthday present that you can just put in the cupboard and never (laughs) look at it for two years. Mind how I bought that. Puppy. Master grade 10A (laughs) on the spot three years ago almost. Damn, Have you still not made that? No. Jesus. I took the you runners should. out of the box. I looked at I all like the runners. It. I put it back in the box and put it in the cupboard. I don't remember it being a very long build, so... I know. I, just, I, just, I, don't know. I don't know. What's a, what about it is just putting me off. I think it's the panel lining. It's got a lot of panel lines and I don't really like doing it. No, but what about your little beautiful Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, what about your pipette syringe for your, infants? That's why it's a horrible process. I th- I honestly loved building that kit, so I'll get I'd recommend it. it. And we talked about it like three times at least on this podcast, so I want to give it yeah. some space before I bring it back. 
<laughs> you should do it. You should surprise us, though. I don't want if you build it. I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. Okay, surprise and delight. Okay, yeah, I got you. I'll do it this year. Promise. Twenty nineteen, guys, it's happening. It's the <laughs> year of the turn A. Rare Roboduck also asks, "What real grades would you like to see announced in twenty nineteen? A real great Grand Gundam." Yeah, fucking that's it. Every episode without fail. Turn A. Oh. Ooh. Actually, yeah, coming off that last question, a turn A would be fucking fitting. sweet. Like an updated, whoa, baby, that'd be super cool. Oh, a turn X. Can you imagine? Oh. What the heck? Turn X is a shit suit. God, for this is turn why is so people good. call me the renegade. I just have these crazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know what? Can't I'm going to go left the field here. You know what? Yeah. Real great ground is, is, you know, obvious. It's at the top of my list. How, however, mm-hmm. however. Yeah, give me I some would, weird stuff. Give me a real great Kubli. Ooh, that's sassy. I like it. What will that look? G self. I was going to oh, say G self. I quite want. Well, in that top five HGs, one of my other suggestions was uh, the G self because I think that's a great kit. But I'd quite like an eight, uh, RG of it as well. Yeah, I want to build another one because that was my first. The HG was the kit I built first after getting back into Gumpler, so I'm ready to do it again. Bring it back. What about right? A perfect grade G self that you can oh. shit in. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. They should tear down that life size unicorn and replace it with though. a G self, and you, visitors to a diver can just climb in it and well, take a shit. Really, the, toilet. the toilets at the Gumpler Cafe have a lot to answer for. They <laughs> do. The Gundam Cafe, rather. Yeah, they're not G selves. Okay. That's a very good laugh. Sorry, had a couple of beers. Same. <laughs> that's a question from Twitter, boys. Who wants to take this one from Leon Tilbrook? Leon Tilbrook at Killboy UK asks I've just started collecting all the HG Gigans. I have about seven. I found 18 in total, and there's more on the way. Am I mad? Also, what do you think of Steel Kingdom's KZ666 Kshatra? Well, what do we think about collecting 18 Jagans? Collecting Jagans. Uh, that does seem a bit mad. I mean, how much, I mean, I don't know how much variation there is between them. Sam, any idea? Uh, the expert. <laughs> they're going to have like different heads and stuff, but I think collecting 18 of the same kit... Like if you really like the Jagan, you know what? Well, fair enough, it's your own money. But if you want to pay fifty pound for a JHG Jagan, then the joke's on you, buddy. I think if you had them all together, they would look really cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like when, when you see pictures of people's like collections where they've got like an army of Zaku's or something, like yeah. that looks cool. So I think an army of Jagans would look cool. So yeah, that happened a lot recently when the Leo came out. Yeah, everybody bought like forty of them, <laughs> <laughs> and like. There's a lot of it's cool a, it's pictures an army of builder like kit, 20 it? Leos, but... Yeah, I think if you can display them all together, that would look really cool. I've seen this uh, Steel Kingdom's KZ666 Kshatriya. It looks fucking crazy, though. It, it looks, looks absolutely mental. It's really hard to Google, though, so I don't know if Steel Kingdom's is wrong or something, but... It's on It's on sale at uh, GundamModelCenter.com. Um, okay. It looks like it's called Premier third-party... Yeah, comfort store. I really like it. It looks really cool. That's cool. But 
Yeah. So there you go, that's oh, the God. answer. It looks cool. This just reminded me of something that I've not mentioned here yet. So, you know Metal Build? I do. I'm One heated night in December when I had the heating on too high, I pre-ordered a Metal Build Evangelion. <laughs> so I'm paying out the arse for that right now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, you know what I've always wanted an Evangelion figure right but there has never been one good enough because when I was 13 I saw an Evangelion Reveltech in a local comic book shop for for a tenner on sale and I didn't buy it you fucked and it. it immediately went out of print right and ever since then I've been lusting after the perfect Eva Unit 1 uh, figure and this yeah. looks like it's the best Eva Unit 1 figure I have oh, so. two of those Eva Reveltechs so fuck you Vins at Massive Damage asks, best Gumpler to show to your boss? <laughs> That's such a weird question, man. It's yeah. the G-Self, they shit in it. <laughs> yeah, mate. Check this out, yeah? <laughs> Looks like a robot, yeah? Fool you. It's a toilet, innit? <laughs> uh, I, I've shown my boss a Gundam, technically. Uh, HG uh, Fumina. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. HR involved. That's in <laughs> an HR Fumina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I uh, I have an RG Zagok and that seems pretty inoffensive. Yeah, I don't currently have a boss, so... <laughs> you are your own boss. What Gumpler would you like to see? Show yourself, Callum. Um, ooh, kind of a difficult question, actually. Probably an RG Turney. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. RG Turney. Sorry, sorry. RG Turney. Show your boss the RG Turney. You'll get a raise. I think. I think the bigger, the better, and the bigger, the more impressive. So maybe like a just a HG yeah, you, Neo Zeon. You don't want to go with anything too fragile, though, because they're going to want to pick it up and be like, "Wow, this thing is cool." That, um, yeah, someone no. broke my Zagok. Oof. Really? How is that yeah. even possible? One of the boosters. Is like plugged into the back, and they must have yeah. just twisted it too far, and the peg just come off. Oh, well, that's not so bad. I just glued it back; it's fine. Yeah, but that thing is sturdy. Yeah, very, very cool. big boy. Rachel Noy, never heard Abby. Of her. <laughs> I, I don't know who she is. Uh, asks, "What is your favorite bear guy variant?" Chopper, would you like to answer? I think it is that one that's got the chocolate bar because. The colours are quite good on it, but the foil, there's a little foil sticker that goes on the unwrapped chocolate bar. And it it sounds weird, but it looks really good. Like, it, it, it stands out <laughs> okay. really well. It's a really nicely shaped sticker, and it just kind of like that little little bit of foil kind of brings the kit to life. Because obviously Bear Guys are really simple, but like the sticker of like for the, the chocolate bar, it's, it's actually really good. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. Can't argue with that. Rachel is Chopamon's fiance, by the way, in case you didn't get the joke. Who? Earlier. What? <laughs> like oh, I no. say, never yeah, heard of her. We've got we've got a few bear guys in the house, and there's the the ones with the musical instruments are good. Um I've got the China guy to build, which is kind of like a bear guy. And oh, yeah. uh, Freya made that, and apparently it's it's pretty decent looking to be honest. Yeah. Like, like, of, um, of all the human ones, I think that's the best looking one. Um, the figurized mechanic stuff looks pretty good as well. Mm. Um, Quite I partial make to the, the panda guy for some death. The panda reason. guy's good. Yeah. 
I think our next builds, mind and phrase anyway, is going to be the bear guy, papa guy, and bear guy F to make a little family. What is the I, bear I'm guy? I'm picking the the, it's the white one with the kid. <laughs> Yanko. Oh, <laughs> hyper Yanko. Yes, is there like a metallic blue one? Am I dreaming? Yeah. That thing's pretty fit. Yes, Rachel did build the 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 bear guy family, and that is a good kit. That's a real solid. Uh, chunky kit. Mm. Oh. Gump seal of approval. Mm. And I think that's going to take us out, boys. I think we got really good, really deep into that uh, flow of Gumpler feature. Which it's nice really to talk good. about the hobby. Mm. Talk about As how we do out. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Normally we just talk about like, uh, there's still no <laughs> RG turn A. What the fuck? <laughs> G Bandai. <laughs> oh, <sighs> Sam's dead. (laughs) (laughs) He's vowed to come back when he's finished the Exia, though. He has. Yeah, we got asked that in the Discord. Is Sam going to tell us about this PG Exia? He's not built it yet. Fucking surprise, surprise. (laughs) But yeah, it's been a good episode, lads. I'd like to uh, say a few words of thanks to you all. And I'd also like to congratulate Sam on his recent engagement. Oh, thank you very much. Hey. Congratulations. I did it in that. Disneyland. It was very fun. As you do, you Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had to defeat Xehanort, okay? Oh, don't we all, you know, at this point? <laughs> so there's going to be a couple of Gundam conversions on top of the wedding cake. Uh, it's going to be very surprising if, I'd be, if I could get away with that. I think the dream is enough. <laughs> right. Will, what's our socials? Where can people find us? You can find us on twitter.com at Gumpler Club. You can find us on Instagram at Gumpler Club. We're also on Facebook at Gumpler Club UK. Uh, but as you know, the UK is about to implode, so you know, I wouldn't rely on that for too much longer. Uh, join <laughs> our Discord. We've got loads and loads of people on Discord now. We've got a link in our bio on Twitter. There's a very cool community on there talking every day about Gundam and Gumpler and other stuff that you might be interested in. They're all very kind. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice place. Yeah, we, we dip in every now and again, don't we? Yeah, we're not the most present on there, but it runs <laughs> itself. And when I do dip in, it's always fun. So, hey guys. Hey. Shout Thank out you to the Discord. for listening. Yeah. This has been Gumpler Club episode 26. Taking you out is this really nice uh, exit song. Uh, something. It's going to be something. What's the Gumpler Club theme? (laughs) Oh. Find us on twitter.com. Yeah, they gotta do it. They gotta do it. <laughs>